Good evening. To open our meeting tonight, Shardell, will you please announce the first hymn? Number 49. Dear Lord and Father of us all, forgive our foolish ways, reclothe us in our rightful mind, in pure lives thy service find, in deeper reverence praise. Hymn number 49. If you would like to follow along with the readings, please go to our website, and on the home page, you will see the link to the live broadcast. Click on that, and you will see where to click for the Wednesday evening text. The theme for tonight is God Lights the Way to Heaven. The readings will now be given by Craig. Craig. 
the Bible, Psalms. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Isaiah. In those days was Hezekiah sick unto death, and Isaiah the prophet, the son of Amos, came unto him and said unto him, Thus saith the Lord, Set thine house in order, for thou shalt die and not live. Then Hezekiah turned his face toward the wall and prayed unto the Lord and said, Remember now, O Lord, I beseech thee how I have walked before thee in truth and with a perfect heart and have done that which is good in thy sight. And Hezekiah wept sore. Then came the word of the Lord to Isaiah, saying, Go, and say to Hezekiah, Thus saith the Lord, the God of David thy father, I have heard thy prayer, I have seen thy tears. Behold, I will add unto thy days fifteen years, and I will deliver thee and this city out of the hand of the king of Assyria, and I will defend this city. Why sayest thou, O Jacob, and speakest, O Israel? My way is hid from the Lord, and my judgment is passed over from my God. Hast thou not known, hast thou not heard, that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is weary? There is no searching of his understanding. He giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might, he increaseth strength. Even the youths shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. Thou whom I have taken from the ends of the earth and called thee from the chief men thereof and said unto thee, Thou art my servant, I have chosen thee and not cast thee away. Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee. Yea, I will help thee. Yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Behold, all they that were incensed against thee shall be ashamed and confounded. They shall be as nothing, and they that strive with thee shall perish. Thou shalt seek them, and shalt not find them, even them that contended with thee. They that war against thee shall be as nothing and as a thing of naught. For I, the Lord thy God, will hold thy right hand, saying unto thee, Fear not, I am with thee. Mark. 
Now when Jesus was risen, early the first day of the week, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene, out of whom he had cast seven devils. Afterward, he appeared unto the eleven as they sat at meat. And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up servants. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not harm them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. So then after the Lord had spoken unto them, he was received up into heaven and sat on the right hand of God. And they went forth and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the word with signs following. Amen. I will read corrosive passages from miscellaneous writings by Mary Baker Eddy. Excerpts are from Pond and Purpose. Metaphysically, baptism serves to rebuke the senses and illustrate Christian science. First, or the first baptism, the baptism of repentance, is indeed a stricken state of human consciousness wherein mortals gain severe views of themselves, a state of mind which rends the veil that hides mental deformity. Tears flood the eyes, agony struggles, pride rebels, and a mortal seems a monster, a dark, impenetrable cloud of error, and falling on the bended knee of prayer, humble before God, he cries, save or I perish. Thus truth, searching the heart, neutralizes and destroys error. This mental period is sometimes chronic, but oftener acute. It is attended throughout with doubt, hope, sorrow, joy, defeat, and triumph. When the good fight is fought, error yields up its weapons and kisses the feet of love, while white-winged peace sings to the heart a song of angels. The second baptism, the baptism of the Holy Ghost, is the spirit of truth, cleansing from all sin, giving mortals new motives, new purposes, new affections, all pointing upward. This mental condition settles into strength, freedom, deep-toned faith in God, and a marked loss of faith in evil, in human wisdom, human policy, ways, and means. It develops individual capacity, increases the intellectual activities, and so quickens moral sensibility 
that the great demands of spiritual sense are recognized, and they rebuke the material senses, holding sway over human consciousness. By purifying human thought, this state of mind permeates with increased harmony all the minutiae of human affairs. It brings with it wonderful foresight, wisdom, and power. It unselfs the mortal purpose, gives steadiness to resolve, and success to endeavor. Through the accession of spirituality, God, the divine principle of Christian science, literally governs the aims, ambition, and acts of the scientist. The divine ruling gives prudence and energy. It banishes forever all envy, rivalry, evil thinking, evil speaking, and acting. And mortal mind, thus purged, obtains peace and power outside of itself. This practical Christian science is the divine mind, the incorporeal truth and love shining through the mists of materiality and melting away the shadows called sin, disease, and death. In mortal experience, the fire of repentance first separates the dross from the gold, and reformation brings the light which dispels darkness. Thus the operation of the spirit of truth and love on the human thought. In the words of St. John, shall take of mine and show it unto you. The third baptism, the baptism of spirit, or final immersion of human consciousness in the infinite ocean of love, is the last scene in corporeal sense. This omnipotent act drops the curtain on material man and mortality. After this, man's identity or consciousness reflects only spirit, God, whose visible being is invisible to the physical senses. I have not seen it, inasmuch as it is the disembodied individual spirit substance, and consciousness termed in Christian metaphysics the ideal man forever permeated with eternal life, holiness, heaven. This order of science is the chain of ages, which maintains their obvious correspondence and unites all periods with the divine design. Mortal man's repentance and the absolute abandonment of sin finally dissolves all supposed material life or physical sensation, and the corporeal or mortal man disappears forever. The encumbering mortal molecules called man vanish as a dream, but man born of the great forever lives on, God crowned and blessed. Mortals who on the shores of time learn Christian science and live what they learn take rapid transit to heaven, the hen on which have turned all revolutions, natural, civil, 
or religious, the former being servant to the latter. From flux to permanence, from foul to pure, from torpid to serene, from extremes to intermediate, above the waves of Jordan, dashing against the receding shore, is heard the father and mother's welcome, saying forever to the baptized spirit, this is my beloved son. What but divine science can interpret man's eternal existence? God's allness and the scientific indestructibility of the universe. We will now have a moment of silent prayer and then follow by repeating together the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day Will you please announce the next hymn? Hymn number 192. Nearer, my God, to thee, nearer to thee. E'en though it be a cross that raiseth me, still all my song shall be. Nearer, my God, to thee, nearer, my God, to thee nearer to thee. Hymn number 192.
Good evening, and welcome to the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. This is our weekly testimony meeting for Wednesday, September 28th, 2022. At all our meetings and services, we read from the King James Bible and from the writings of Mary Baker Eddy, the discoverer and founder of Christian Science. Our website, plainfieldcs.com, has an impressive collection of the very finest Christian science literature to read, study, and listen to, and some other writings by Mrs. Eddy that you may not have known about, and also writings by students who lived in her home and were taught directly by her. So feel free to look through the website. There is never a charge. It's all free. Our goal is to share this teaching with all who will live it and use it to bless all mankind. In fact, we actually have a total of 17 very active webs websites in, our in a variety of languages so that people all around the world can hear the truths of pure Christian science in their own language. We also have a very interesting and popular Bible study here one Saturday every month at 10 o'clock in the morning. The next one will be in a few weeks, and the date and Bible study questions will be posted on the church website soon. So be sure to join us for a really interesting and lively Bible study. You can call in on the teleconference number to join in. Every Sunday morning at 10 o'clock, we have our roundtable discussion. This is where we discuss different aspects of the weekly lesson and other current topics and learn how to better understand and to live Christian science. So be sure to join us every Sunday morning at 10 o'clock. Then, right after the roundtable, our Sunday morning church service begins at 11. So be sure to join us for both of these, the roundtable at 10 a.m. and the church service at 11. Our Sunday school also meets every Sunday morning at 11. The Sunday school isn't limited to those who live in and around Plainfield. Many of the students call in on a dedicated teleconference number from out of state. So if you have children who would like to attend the Sunday school, call the church to get the phone number and they can attend by phone too. Our teachers will be very happy to welcome them. We also have a well-equipped nursery for infants and toddlers at all our services. So if you're able to get here in person, be sure to bring the little ones along too. I will now read from the church manual by Mary Baker Eddy, the section entitled Testimonials. Glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. St. Paul. Testimony in regard to the healing of the sick is highly important. More than a mere rehearsal of blessings, 
It scales the pinnacle of praise and illustrates the demonstration of Christ who healeth all thy diseases. This testimony, however, shall not include a description of symptoms or suffering, although the generic name of the disease may be indicated. For everyone who uh, gives a testimony tonight, we would ask that you please keep your remarks to within four minutes. This will give everyone the opportunity to share their offering. For those who are on the telephone, when you are ready to give a testimony, please press the star button on your phone twice. Also, keep in mind when you do, we are going to be able to hear you, as well as any other sounds that your phone picks up. So we kindly request that you be in a quiet place, and I will call on each of you one at a time by name. Our meeting tonight is now open for the sharing of testimonies of healing through Christian science. Linda. Thank you very much for the readings this evening. Tonight I want to express my gratitude for our last round table titled Connecting the Dots on September 25th, 2022. During the round table, my eye, one of my eyes became irritated and I was having trouble focusing from this eye. During the first part of the discussion, there was a lesson about standing up to any thought of material heredity as being part of the life of God's creation and how to be vigorous in our prayers using our understanding of Christian science to make nothing of this aggressive suggestion. The second part of the discussion was about the necessity of stern rebukes that go after error, not person, out of love for God and man, as also being necessary skill as a disciple of Christ. We are taught to be a tear to error. Before Plainfield, I had never experienced these strong stands, but seeing the healing effect and witnessing the difference of Christian science without them, I started to understand the need for this attitude towards evil. This actually was one of the things that drew me to this church because it did not tolerate anything ungodlike and protected the cause of Christian science and lived it the way Mrs. Eddy intended. But there was also such a deep, true compassion expressed at the same time. Halfway through the class, I had an instantaneous healing. My eye cleared up and not one symptom came back. And I went on feeling great strength to do my church work and a full day of activity. I am so very grateful for these healing classes and practical lessons of Christian science. I'm so grateful to be a member of this church and all the good work, the missionary work that is being done here to make sure Christian science, its pure teaching, goes out to the world. Thank you. Thank you. Betty from California. Go ahead, please. Good evening. 
thank you so much for the music tonight and for the readings by Craig. Uh, tonight, I would like to express my gratitude for a wonderful, unexpected check and God's plans for it. This check for it was for a goodly amount, and I wasn't sure at first what to do with it, so I asked God. I realized the answer had been right in front of me from the beginning. Late in July, a few days before leaving on a trip, I remembered thinking I could really use a laptop of my own. About three days later, my neighbor wanted to know if I would be interested in buying a practically new laptop. I gave it a once-over and wrote him a check for a really good price. Several days later, the surprise check showed up. This was no coincidence. The computer that I was using is nine years old and just beginning to do some glitchy things. I mostly use the computer for church work, so I have used this wonderful check to cover the cost of the laptop, as well as a new monitor, a wireless keyboard and mouse to connect to the laptop so I can use it like a, quote, real computer, unquote, um, and then detach the laptop when I need to go to another location. I was also able to get the software I needed for church for, for church work, and there was enough uh, for ink, etc. Talk about a complete package. This whole thing has had the hand of God on it, and I am very and came, what came to mind was thanks be to God for this unspeakable gift. I am also very grateful for the Plainfield Church for the, and for Christian science that's taught here by Mary Baker Ed, and Christian science and for Mary Baker Eddy and for our and also for practitioner support over the years. Thank you. Good night. Thank you. Luba from Ohio. Go ahead, please. Thank you. I'm so grateful for how my life and thinking has changed since coming to Plainfield. There is so much available here for each one of us and the entire world. I'm learning that nothing is impossible with God. Recently, there have been two reconciliations that have occurred in my family. My cousin in town had been alienated from his brother for over 30 years. He called me one day and was so overjoyed that through some unusual circumstances, he and his brother met, and the meeting was beautiful for them both. And the other situation was in my immediate family, and the split had occurred, this split had occurred over four years ago, and I had been praying for a healing here for some time. I got a call from this family member telling me that totally out of the blue, she had run into her nephew, uh, this nephew, and they reconciled, and all was ha uh, just happily forgiven. I know she was very, very grateful for that. In Christian science, <clears throat> I've learned that we have to persist and insist, and nothing is impossible for God, and nothing happens out of the blue. I'm so grateful to God, Christian science, and to my ever-present loving practitioner. 
Thank you so much for the readings, and I'm very happy to be here this evening. Thank you. Shardy. Hello. On Monday night, I was stung by a yellow jacket on my thumb when I started to work on my computer. I think he had been on my mouse. It hurt, and I started to the kitchen to get something to put on it. But I stopped short and thought, what are you doing? So instead, I picked up the 91st Psalm with the interpretation by Bliss Knapp and started reading. Part of it says, he shall call upon me, and I will answer him. And in the readings for tonight, it explains how Hezekiah called upon the Lord, and the Lord answered him. My own prayer was not to stop any discomfort, but to not be afraid. Long ago, after I had been stung by a bee on my foot, my whole leg and foot swelled up. So this time, before I started my prayer, I forgave the bee. He wasn't trying to hurt me. He was just protecting himself. My thumb never swelled, and there was no mark on my thumb. I am grateful to say that all pain subsided by the time I went to bed. This small example of learning to love and trust God has been a slow process for me, but a constant and persistent one. My gratitude for this church and my practitioner is like a song in my heart. Don't you just want everyone to know about God, Christ Jesus, and Mary Baker Eddy, and the great love they have for all mankind and all nations? And it is possible through Christian science and knowing the supremacy of God over all. Thank you. Thank you. Bruce. I'm very grateful for an article that we have on our website. It's called The Art of Being Glad, and it's by Bicknell Young. And uh, he makes a couple of really amazing statements in there. And I think the one that really got me was that where he said that happiness can grow in any soil and it can exist in any condition. Whoa. That's pretty amazing. That kind of like leaves like zero room for discouragement or despondency or things like that. Well, I remember once when I, a healing that I actually had, and what happened was that I was, wasn't feeling well, and I was thinking back, what have I been doing the last few days? And, and for some time, I had been very worried and not particularly happy. And I'm thinking, well, I better change that right now. So I started asking myself, what can I be grateful for? Well, and fortunately, having learned something in Christian science, mainly from this church here in Plainfield, I learned that God was omnipresent, he was omnipotent, and he was omniscient. So I thought, what can I thank God for? Well, I can thank God that he's always a God at hand. He's omnipresent after all. And this omnipotent thing, 
I just started thanking God that he was so mighty. He was so powerful and strong and omniscient. I was thanking God that he knew every right answer for everything. And with that, I started feeling a little happier. But the healing didn't come quickly or right away. It required that I stay thanking God continually and consistently for a few days. And then at the point in time, I was completely healed of whatever it was that was bothering me. But I'm very grateful for this lesson because it taught me many things. First of all, yes, I can be happy regardless of what's going on around me, but also that it's something that I need to do uh, consistently. So these are wonderful lessons. I'm grateful to have learned them. Thank you. Florence from Georgia, go ahead, please. Thank you. Thank you, Craig, for your readings and the hymns were so beautiful and beautifully played. I have two testimonies, one from California, and she says, My heart is filled with gratitude for this wonderful church. For all the round tables, I am learning so much about God. Thanks to the Plainfield CS Church. One of the practitioners of this church had sent me a book about praying and watching to bless all children. I am so thankful for this book because I have been I have been having lots of issues with my son about his health, school, and social activities. And reading some articles from the book has been a great help and has helped me overcome most of these problems. The ideas in this pamphlet has helped me to connect more with God. It shows me how divine love maintains every child at the point of completeness, and more importantly, to leave my son under the care of God. Also, the lecture about no power veto has really helped me in my daily life. Words can't describe the gift this man, she means Herbert Ricky, who wrote the uh, article or the address, had written. I am so grateful for it. I just re really love Christian science and really want to thank every member of this church for their dedication and hard work for the love they put in every church service, the round tables, the Bible lessons, the watches, and Bible studies. Thank you so much, Plainfield Church, and with my love, from California. This other one is from Australia, and it says, I would like to give gratitude for a healing that occurred earlier this year. After spending an evening with dearest friends, they phoned two days later saying that they had COVID. I didn't react and said all is well. That evening, in the middle of the night, I felt unwell and couldn't breathe. I called my Plainfield practitioner and her loving statement of, Father, that we may all see that thou art Thou alone art. Our consciousness, that of God, 
cannot be mesmerized. God is your life. Dispelled my fear of not breathing. Also from Job 33, 4, the spirit of God hath made me and the breath of the Almighty giveth me life. I was able to sleep the rest of the night, but woke with constant static in my head like an untuned radio trying to find the right frequency. I was unable to sleep, read, sit up, do anything except for listening to the wonderful recordings on the Plainfield Christian Science Independent website. My practitioner recommended me to listen to spiritual consultation by Rosalie Maastam and to look at I Have Cold and Contagion from Prose Works. I loved and prayed with these articles, which melted the belief of static after a couple of days. However, I was told too, too unwell to get out of bed and was fearful and angry. Fearful at what people had said would happen to me if I contracted this illness. I was angry at the politicians who locked me out of restaurants, being unable to work, to travel, or for many months of the year, not allowed to travel more than five kilometers from my home. I was angry and upset at some friends and family who wouldn't allow me into their homes or to attend Christmas events and gatherings. No wonder I was having disharmony in my body. I was so distressed in my thinking. During this two-week period, I was in contact with my practitioner every day, and she very lovingly supported me. I studied the 91st Psalm and found Mrs. Doris Evans's article on that Psalm very helpful. As Mrs. Evans wrote in her article, she said, He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wing shalt thou trust. Covered by the warmth and absolute protection of God, I am as safe as the baby bird in its nest, comforted by God's motherhood and resting in the softness and peace of divine love. This is a beautiful illustration of the way God keeps us when we turn to him with all our hearts. What a wonderful opportunity to have, to, to have time to study and pray unceasingly to be rid of this untruth about me and my community. I had to love and forgive myself and love and forgive my family, friends, and politicians. I can't express enough of my gratitude for how much it meant to have this big cloud lift off me and to stop believing in another power beside God. The great blessing in learning was that it wasn't about healing my body of an illness, but in correcting my view of myself and mankind. I had to get rid of, of I had to get rid of all the mesmerism I was holding on to. I saw clearly that God was loving me and all, and I knew that God would take me all the way, and she did. I am so grateful for the Plainfield website. 
the love and support of my dear practitioner who guided me to the truth that I needed each day and for these learnings of my true identity. With love, from Australia. I am so grateful to be here tonight and I cannot say enough about the hymns that were played tonight, so beautifully played, and the readings also, and the testimonies thus far. So grateful and happy to be here tonight. Thank you. Nancy, New Jersey. Nancy from New Jersey. Go ahead, please. Good evening. Thank you for the beautiful service, the readings, and the lovely music tonight. I just wanted to express my gratitude for all that were so freely and lovingly given uh, in the Plainfield Church. I'm so grateful for the priceless teachings and the instructional guidance that were given every Sunday during our roundtable discussions. I find that each roundtable is rich and fresh with inspired ideas that I can ponder and study and work with during the week, and I really look forward each week to the next roundtable. I'm so very grateful for our practitioners, for their tireless work, their support and dedication, and teaching us Mrs. Eddy's pure Christian science and how to apply this science and live it. And I'm so grateful for our wonderful 24-7 website, overflowing with resources that meet our every need. It is very evident to me that every activity done in this church is God-directed and comes about through sincere prayer, dedication, and unselfed love. And I just felt I wanted to express how deeply grateful that I am to each and every one of you for all that you do. This church has brought so many blessings into my life, into the life of my family, and it's truly a beacon of light going out into the world and blessing all mankind. I am so grateful to be a member and to be here tonight. Thank you. Thank you. Day Day from Georgia. Go ahead, please. Thank you. I'm thankful for how I'm learning in Christian science through this church to seek and follow God's direction consistently. Over the past few years, I've had several experiences that have required me to make what would seem to be major decisions. And even with the aggressive temptation to weigh pros and cons, respond in ways that would be most pleasing to others, or rush to conclusions, I'm learning what it means to look to God and be still. I've worked with the article Place by Mary Baker Eddy, as well as a few others, which remind me that God's will is already done. He alone knows best and does all of the arranging, which leaves me with no need to make any decision on my own. In working, I'm learning the importance of being patient, obedient, and grateful while persisting in prayer to do only what God wants me to do and to be only where he wants me to be. This is proving daily to be the best form of protection, always resulting in the greatest outcome. I'm so grateful for this and for all that I'm learning here in this church. I'm grateful for all that we have that teaches us the way to live with God. 
And I'm so grateful for the readings tonight and for all the testimonies. And I'm very grateful to be here tonight. Thank you. Jeremy. In the years before I came to Plainfield, I was very fearful, and I found no help by any means to lessen those fears even one little bit. And I've since learned that the only help the world usually has is just escapism or turning a blind eye to the problem. Upon arriving here, however, I started to learn from the writings of Mary Baker Eddy and the weekly lessons and discussions and from my practitioner about how to use Christian science to handle the fears that I had and the ones the world seems to do its best to buffet us with each day. Learning to start the day by knowing God is mind, God is my mind, God is the only mind, is, and going on to read the lesson for the week has really helped me to get into the right state each day so I can be of use to God. Learning to watch and to write watches has also been instrumental in eliminating my fears, especially in regard to larger things that felt well beyond me, such as the weather and world issues. Additionally, learning to give testimonies has helped, not only each week, but also because now I have over 400 of my written testimonies that I can refer back to as proof that Christian science works and proof that any fears I had in the midst of those healings or demonstrations each week had no basis. And that's a long chain of successes, which has given me a firm trust in God and trust in this science to overcome every wrong thought and human concern. And I'm so grateful for this. It is very wonderful to be a member of this church, and I'm very grateful for all that I have learned here. Thank you. Thank you. And now I have a testimony from Patricia in Canada. I keep a diary only for experiences that include spiritual learning and healing. This entry is from 1982. One of my little Sunday school students phoned me at home and told me that she was having an uncomfortable skin rash on her face and asked me to pray for her. Now, one of the boys in our class, although very young, was a semi-professional comedian. And I pointed out to the young girl how, just like that boy in our class who was a comedian, we should laugh at the error, even if weird or scary thoughts were being presented to us. Error is just a big silly and never to be taken seriously. It's laughable, a joke to think that divine love would create anything to hurt you. You could even go a step further and scorn that false idea. Preposterous, ridiculous, absurd, nonsense. Genesis tells us that God made everything very good and beautiful. God sends us blessings. I told her about a healing that a practitioner and teacher told where a lady was passing on. Now, this practitioner had also been a comedian before he went into the practice. With great effort, the lady had just managed to call him. When he heard of her case, he spontaneously laughed. And she was shocked at his reaction 
and retorted, Hey, please get serious, I'm passing on. He explained that when she had called, he had just come out of an annual spiritual class, and the very thought of death, therefore, seemed absurd to him because of what they were talking about in the class. Not real, because divine life didn't make it. A ridiculous thought. She was instantly healed. That idea of laughing at the false idea seemed to rid my student of any worry that people would laugh at her for how she looked. When I prayed further about it on my own to keep my thoughts spiritually clear, I realized the case was closed. It was never real. The little girl was quickly healed of the skin problem. My great gratitude to God for his patience with me and prodding me over the years and for bringing me to our wonderful Plainfield Christian Science Church, Independent. Now I have a testimony from Imogen in Australia. Recently, I was having a business discussion with a client who mentioned that her toddler had come down with an illness. She was very concerned. There was a fever and hospital was being discussed. I told her that she could know that this little one was strong and beautiful always. In thought, I saw a bright and smiling little face, and I just knew all was well. I left the meeting knowing that God would help this little one. A couple of days later, this client called to confirm the work, and she was so joyous because her daughter was so much better. She didn't need to be in hospital, she didn't have any fever, and her mum was amazed at how quickly she had improved. I could also hear her playing extremely boisterously in the background during our conversation. Christian science teaches us that perfect health and perfect functioning is a completely natural and normal order of the universe. God made all perfectly, rightly and beautifully, and his truth manifests in man. I'm very grateful to Plainfield Independent, because in listening to all the beautiful meetings, roundtables, recordings and services, I've learned the absolute truth. It is God's power that heals, a completely impersonal power, our great kind and loving Father-Mother God, the Maker of the universe, the Creator of all. Every single one of us are governed by Him. I have also been learning here that we should not just agree with what mortal mind says. In the past, I'd always felt very much that I couldn't correct conversations when people talk negatively about their health. I didn't want to upset anyone, and this made it difficult for me to speak. I'm very grateful to Plainfield Independent because I wouldn't have spoken that way to a client in the past. But I'm finding that people are wanting to know God, and it astounds me that just a tiny grain of truth will help the ones who are ready for it. I'm so grateful that that little girl has got a sunshining smile on her face again and that her mum is happy and loving. I'm very grateful to Mary Baker Eddy, who so bravely shared 
her divine revelation of Christian science with the world. What a brave, wonderful, courageous and holy woman she is and what a wonderful example to follow. I'm very grateful to our dear Lord God Almighty who is the eclipsing light, life and love of all creation and to Christ Jesus for his sublime example of spirit over the flesh. Thank you all so very much, dearest Plainfield Independent, for everything that you say and do. We are all shoulder to shoulder in the kingdom of his love, all one, all together. Onward, Christian soldiers. Thank you. Craig. So glad to be here. And uh, I find healing in this Wednesday service many times. I just wanted to give gratitude for last week's testimony by Lil about finding her keys. Uh, it, it, it struck me when she said that she turned to God and, uh, and, and, and all the details, but she diligently listened. And then she, she found them, and I found that I needed to take heed to that, to not to give up and to diligently listen to what God is saying to me. So when I, I, got, <clears throat> I had to change the password on my computer, and I just could not remember what it was. And it's now becoming a problem because I couldn't access some things. So I, I said, if God told Lil and, and everybody what the to do, he, I can hear him too. And I find this church is very encouraging to see if ever someone has been blessed, it's not, it's universal. It's not just for that one person. So I sat down at my computer and with a paper and pencil and I said, God, you know what the password is. <laughs> and, and after a, a, a few attempts, just a few, boom. It, it, I, I, it, I unlocked the machine and I was able to get <clears throat> and do whatever I needed, the files that I needed and the access that I needed. I just thank God for the encouragement of other people's testimonies. You know, God is the only mind and he's all-knowing and, and he says, I will help thee, <laughs> as it says in the reading. And that means always. Thank God for practitioners that keep us walking the right direction and doing... and. Uh, we're always learning new things. Thank you. Thank you. Mary, go ahead, please. Good evening, everyone. Just have a couple of things to read tonight. First, from Virginia. Thank you, thank you for the many blessings found at Plainfield Independent. The corporate meeting of the members on September 22nd was so full of good reports proving the worth and caring of God's direction. In addition, the love and gratitude expressed by all was indeed a joy. The instruction and admonitions included in the roundtable of September 25th were uplifting to the point of freeing each one to acknowledge and demonstrate their divine heritage, infinite possibilities from God. And to top it off, how great thou art, beautifully performed by Laura, Faith, Jared, and Bruce has stayed with me all week, and I thank them for it. 
And then Illinois. Wow, God is good. My car has needed an oil change, but I hadn't taken it for service yet. Today, after running an errand and still away from home, my car would not start. I started the process of having a roadside service come to help. I stopped and was grateful that I was in a safe location and it was daytime. The roadside service was estimated to come in 60 minutes. This gave me time to know that God is in control and that I needed to remain calm and let God work. In 30 minutes, the opportunity presented itself for someone to jumpstart my car. It started. What a blessing. I was able to safely take my car to the repair shop. I received a call from the repair shop saying that not only did I need a new battery, but several suspension parts needed to be replaced. Thankfully, the repairs were completed. I know that God's protection was surrounding each of today's events. I also know that if I would have taken my car in for an oil change earlier, the repairs would would have been completed without the extra drama of my car not starting. So grateful that even when I'm not instantaneously obedient to God's instruction, He is always providing protection. Another lesson to listen for the still small voice and immediately obey with love and gratitude. I'm very grateful for tonight's beautiful service, the the readings, those beautiful hymns and music, and to hear the wonderful testimonies. I was recently asked if um, if Christian scientists believed in baptism, and it was so beautifully read tonight from one of my favorite selections from miscellaneous writings, Pond and Purpose. Yes, we do, but it's metaphysically, a metaphysical baptism, the baptism of repentance, the baptism of the Holy Ghost, and the baptism of spirit. It's not a ritual, but a true uh, conforming to the demands of God, uh, a true purifying of oneself. I'm so grateful to Mrs. Eddy that we don't have these rituals that can result in meaning not much, but that we do have a true transformation from the false sense of self, from putting off the old man for the new. I'm very grateful to Mary Baker Eddy and all that she's given us for this wonderful independent church and for this very blessed meeting tonight. And a good night to all. Thank you. To close our meeting, Linda, will you please announce the last hymn? Hymn number 260. One thought I have, my ample creed, so deep it is and broad, and equal to my every need, it is the thought of God. Hymn number 260.